guys. Welcome to this week's episode of the Balanced Chaos Podcast. We're so excited to be back here another week. Thank you for bearing with us last week as we didn't record because we were on our retreat. Yes. Um, I mean, which coming back from that retreat, I think was just so fun. I felt like I was floating for probably the rest of the week. It just was such a magical, magical time. And we saw so much growth within those what three days it felt like we were there a week I, everyone who was there it in did. a good way like not yeah. like <laughs> it wasn't a, a dragged out week it was like a just like there was so much there was it was fun there was like we laughed we cried we connected um i couldn't be happier with the outcome of the retreat i know when people are asking me i'm like it was great like i feel like i can't even put into words how great it turned out right i like disneyland like when, yeah like, yeah yeah when you come back and you're like it was awesome i don't know you have to be there to really know yeah <laughs> no seriously and i keep asking myself like was it our topic was it the group or was it sedona and i think it was all of it like just everything was amplified by the energy of the vortex our group was amazing everybody connected well yeah, yeah i i do think it was just Obviously, everyone who was there was meant to be there because there was a lot of really great connections. Um, and I I do feel like the house was great. The space was great. The activities worked well. I mean, not to pat ourselves on the back, but we did a great I, job. Yeah, I think we deserved that pat on the back. <laughs> so, yeah. So today when we were talking about what we wanted to discuss on the podcast, we thought after being in this group setting and just seeing how much change can happen in such a short time one when you're together for that long um and then two when when this group comes together we thought let's talk about group healing and like why i don't know why it works or what's happening yeah what the hype is around the group setting (laughs) yeah exactly so that's what we're gonna yeah dive into today i think it starts with if we just talk on an energy level yes we're all made up of energy in a group our energy is affected or amplified so you feel more than you would one-on-one humans are pack animals we've said that before so when you get in groups with people your energy it shifts it either uplifts it can drain too it can drain too yeah depending what's going on yeah but a group just kind of allows you to tap into that whether it's for growth or whatever your intention is even if you're going to like a photography retreat yeah yeah so when you're like the reason a retreat setting is so cool is because you're coming in everyone's coming in with an intention like they even if they haven't fully said it yet you're like i'm going away because i need this time and i'm going right right? so you're coming in like with i don't know like on a mission to feel good and to feel rested and and then you get more specific about your intention once you're there but you're coming in with a purpose and so the whole group is coming in with a purpose right so then it amplifies and you can almost feed off that purpose too i don't know how many people came in with one intention and then somebody else shared theirs and they're like oh i resonate with that or i would like that as well yeah and so it kind of gives you a chance to explore different avenues or directions that you wouldn't normally think of on your own yeah um i even feel that way specifically like workout classes if i'm working out at home yes 
I just don't push myself that hard. Right. Um, if I go to a yoga class with a group of people and they are doing a hard pose, I'm more likely to try it because it's like, okay, I feel inspired by the people around me. Yeah, exactly. It's that inspiration. I know like for, for me, I love to look around and be like, Ooh, someone's trying this. I want to explore what that feels like in my body. Or maybe I'm like, wow, maybe one today's not the day, but maybe one day I can (laughs) Can work towards doing that. Or if I'm home, I'm like, I know I know what feels good, and I'm like, I'll just do this and this, and it's fine. Yeah, and I'll, I'll get my workout and I'll get stretched. And but if there's other people there, it does. It just like amps you up and it makes you hold like if it's yoga, hold poses longer. I always love if I'm teaching a class and I say something like, breathe for the person next to you, or stay in it for the person next to you. Everyone like everyone sinks in deeper, breathes harder, and I'm like, okay, I can be here. But if you're like do it for you. They're like, well. Yeah. I think that speaks to our community (laughs) as a whole. I mean, because we are more likely, we're a community of people pleasers. So we're more likely to do it for somebody else and feel validated by that than be like, oh, I just did it for me. Right. Right. It's like, you know, giving a gift feels better than receiving one. It's the same, same type of feeling. Yeah, absolutely. Feeling. But that is also why I think it works in a retreat setting for healing. I, there's a fear there too. I think if you think you're not a people person or you don't like yes. people, I think it's easy yes. to be like, oh, I, can't, I I just do one-on-ones. I don't want to go to a group. Yeah. But what you don't realize is you can learn more from a group. We all need that mirror. So it holds up like a reflection to either what your triggers are, where your judgments are, um, you know, how you can be gentler with yourself if you start to judge yourself when you're with groups. So it's a really good place to kind of do a self-evaluation if you've never done it. So if you're really looking for growth, I think growth... Serious growth comes in groups. It does. It does. And it does just like pull you into a different space because you are like everything is amplified. So when you sit down, if you're feeling, you know, anxious about being with a group of people, you're really going to feel it and you're going to have to like sit with that discomfort. Yeah. Sit with the discomfort, you know, talk yourself through it, breathe, be with that feeling rather than, you know, if you're by yourself doing a meditation you're uncomfortable it's easier to go like okay I'm gonna get up yeah it's true (laughs) well what I liked about our retreat specifically is you did you felt it the first couple nights especially people who came by themselves like they were a little more uncomfortable with the group but as they got to know each other on a deeper level because everybody was there to kind of take their masks off and to release their blocks and unveil so once they got to know each other on a deep level it was just like so cool to see the shift it was, and it really happened so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Because you need comfort to heal. So it's like as soon as you're like, okay, wait, I'm safe here. We're all here for the same reason. Mm-hmm. The healing really begins, and it can go rather quickly. Yeah. I do think something that else that I notice in groups for myself and for others is it, it pulls out different parts of yourself that you weren't even aware you were dealing with and then when someone else brings up something you're like like you you feel it like oh I resonate with that and I totally have that those same feelings or you realize I've been there before and you feel how your experiences can help and heal other people actually see your growth that's yeah yeah I do like that a lot I like going into groups every time I've done like a training or I don't know like a, a healing so I think of like my yoga teacher training or breath work I like to go in by myself because then I can forge like new relationships out of that yeah 
Um, but I think a lot of people also like going with a friend. I think both ways are okay. Absolutely. I think it's just kind of what you're looking for. Uh, but I do like it because I do feel like at home there's a lot of distractions in healing. It's like, yes. oh, I could journal, but ooh, my phone rang. Ooh, of Netflix. Yeah. Like, kids, there's so many things at home. So when you're going to, like, a retreat, it's an immersion. You come in. You can turn your phone off. Yeah. Everybody's like-minded. We're not getting distracted by little things because our core focus is what we're here to do. Yeah, that absolutely. I love... I mean, I love to do retreats and trainings and things because of that. It takes me out of my day-to-day. It gives me space to um, to look inside, to have the time to journal, to see the mirrors and the triggers that are making me feel uncomfortable. And I always learn so much about myself. Even there's definitely things that I've come into. Um, like I've talked about this before, I, I did a... A clutter healing course which I was like I actually really just want the organizing and I didn't think I was gonna get the I'm like I've done a lot of spiritual work on myself I feel pretty good I was excited for certain things but I learned so much about myself during that that I wasn't expecting to and I think that happens so often right you're like almost shocked the yeah, came yeah, out of yeah. it. you're like oh 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 that's coming up for me now like I didn't realize that I you know was leaving the mess on my counter because I didn't feel like I was worthy of having a clean counter or something, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. But you do, you just, more comes out of it than you even anticipate. I agree with that, absolutely. Because I even think breath work, like when I went to that training, I was thinking, okay, let me gain more knowledge to give to my clients. Mm -hmm. I left there learning more about myself and taking on a tool (laughs) for me. I am with new friends. So yeah. it was. It was more for them that, you know, my reason for going was selfless, but I right. left with something that was for me too, that was more selfish in a positive way. Yeah, I do think that's whenever it's a training, I think I'm like, cool, I'm going to learn this and I'm going to bring it back. And then I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually, I'm like, <laughs> I need to sit with this for a minute. I'm like, I'm crying and, you know, peeling back some more layers of like, oh, okay, I didn't realize that was sitting there. There's just. Always more, right? <laughs> well, even after Sedona specifically, because we hiked those vortexes and... Yes. So a vortex, just so you guys know... <laughs> There's no swirling winds. <laughs> yes. It's not like this cave of flashing lights and lasers. It's just a mountain that has yeah. good energy. <laughs> and But the one we went to particularly, Bell Rock, was supposed to be grounding, but it, it kind of pulls things out that you maybe have been storing. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize how much unprocessed stuff was in my root chakra, because... Even when I got home, like, I was just clearing out stuff from the past six years that I wasn't okay to feel. Yeah. And now I was ready to feel it. And I was talking to Kristen about that on our hike today. But I just feel so good. So if you ever have a chance to go hike a vortex. Yes. In Sedona, it's highly recommended whether you're doing it in a group with us or... Yeah, or on your own. On your own or with your own group. It will pull some stuff out there. Go out there with the intention of being open and then see what you come back with. And this is just like a little side note, right? So you're going to a vortex. I think people put these really high expectations and they're like waiting, waiting and running to feel it. Slow down. Yes. Like slow down. That's when you're going to feel something. Um, Take time in different sections to stop and, and really like ask yourself, like, what do I feel here? Notice if you feel it in your body, if you hear a little something, you know, we were with a big group. Everyone felt it a little bit differently. Yeah. And I, I think when we put... I mean, this is with anything like energy wise, right? We put certain expectations of it has to look or sound or feel like this. And we're all different 
yeah. and how we feel things, which we've talked about. Like you can go back and listen to all the different ways that you can feel energy or, you know, tap into your gifts. But it's just important to slow down. Right. I think people get pressure. It's like, well, yeah. I need to feel something. I need to feel what they felt. How come I don't feel anything? Mm-hmm. And, like, even Devin has said, like, well, I need it to be, like, I'm always expecting it to be mind-blowing. Then I'm disappointed yeah. when it's not. And it's like, okay, yeah, it doesn't, not everything is, like, a massive mind-blow. Some things just feel good. Like, just a little shift. Yeah. Makes you feel a little more light in your heart. Or And sometimes it is. It's like, oh, I, I felt so, I felt something here. And then you come home, and that's when maybe something more mind-blowing happens. Or maybe it doesn't. Like, maybe that's not what you need right now. Like, Yeah. Well, even breath work is a good example of that. Yes. Like, if you've done breath work multiple times, every time it's different. Every like, time it's different. Yeah. I feel like I've had times that were mind-blowing, and then other times where I was like, I guess I didn't need that much. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm just... That was like meditation today, but it wasn't really like... Because it can be so transformative, and I think I do always try to warn people if they've done it before. And, like, just so you know, it's different every time. Like, if your first time was very uncomfortable, this time might be easy breezy. Like, you just don't quite know what you're going to get. I mean, intention, of course, is important, but it's going to feel so different. And that's something else that feels really different in a group than one-on-one. Agreed. Yeah. The energy is absolutely amplified in a group setting for breath work. And we saw that this weekend. We really did. We also did breath work after the vortex. So it was like double whammy. Yeah. Well, it was funny because we've had clients and like one particular, she was like, I hated breath work when I did it on my own with you. And then we had another one who did it with us weekly over COVID. Yeah. And both of them were like, wow, this is so much different in this group specifically. Yes. Yes. And because they were, they, I, I do think the first time I did breath work was in a group setting like that, which, and it was on a retreat. So we, we'd kind of like gotten through, like talked about some really hard limiting beliefs and things that, you know, we were afraid of or this or that. So you're like breaking down things, which when you're on a retreat, especially like if you're on a healing retreat, like that's what we're doing. We're breaking things down. So you already have this deep connection with these people and then you sit down and breathe with them. It's going to be far more intense. It's true. It's, (laughs) I'm going to use this example and I can't stop. (laughs) It's like having sex with somebody you don't know and then having sex with somebody you love. Yeah, absolutely. There's a difference in the feeling. Yeah. I've never had sex with anybody I didn't love. No, but it, but it is like, there is a different feeling when like you now have a connection to this group or you guys have gone through something together and now you're breathing and moving energy as a whole together. You can like feel it in the whole room. You can, and everyone's, it's almost like you see this like ripple effect of the way people are feeling things. It's so, it's so cool to watch. It is. Yeah. It's like one of my favorite things as a facilitator to see is like, Oh my gosh, everyone's like having these big moves. Yeah. Yeah. I do love that too. It's like, it makes you feel high. <laughs> yeah, it does. You're like, wow, okay. So yeah, but there's groups all over. So if you're looking at your regular life too, yeah, a lot of times it is necessary because we are pack animals to find our tribe or find your group. And it changes as your life changes. Um, maybe you have a group in the career that you're in and you, you know, meet other like-minded individuals in that career. Or maybe you become a parent and you join a parent group now because it's time to meet other moms. Yeah. Or you're, I was talking to somebody about this. Like we, as a kid, I moved around a lot. And so most of our family friends were also families that moved around a lot because you have that shared experience of being new somewhere and, 
you know, knowing you may not be there forever and you kind of come together with that. So different parts of your life, you find these different friends and you want to share and experience and know that you're not alone. I think that's like the biggest thing of groups is realizing that one, the the feelings and the emotions that you're going through for whatever phase of life you're in or whatever breakthrough you're in or, you know, just whatever the moment is, is that someone else has felt this way. You're not going to feel this way forever. And, or like if you're feeling something really, I don't know, opening and extreme, like being validated in that feeling. Yeah, that absolutely. Like, yeah, like, yeah, you, that is an awesome idea. Go for it. You're amazing and great. And, you know, it's just sharing things with groups is so important for us. It, it, it like, almost also restores, I would call it, I guess, a heart chakra restoration, but mm-hmm. your belief in humanity, too. When I see in groups, like, how self-aware people are or how honest they can be with themselves mm-hmm. and how much shame they can release. It does create space for you to do that for yourself. Yes. Which I do feel like, again, not in a healing retreat setting, but in regular life, a lot of us are just carrying shame and we don't feel like we can be our authentic selves. Yeah. So when you get in that group setting with the intention of healing, it's like, okay, wow. I don't have to carry this around. I don't have to feel so bad, so empty, so negative about myself for having this. Yeah, it's so true. I feel like um, yoga teacher training for me was, I mean, I have talked to people all day for years and years. And, but when I did yoga teacher training, there was this moment where we, we shared things and there was something that I felt like I, I, I've had a really good life and I didn't feel like I should should feel bad about certain things and like saying it out loud felt I felt really guilty about it and I shared it and it was like this weight was lifted and then the floodgates were open and here I am now (laughs) (laughs) it's true but it was like a really big shifting moment that I'm like oh it's okay for me to say this it doesn't mean that my life was bad that I'm carrying this and but the group held space for you and it it allowed you to open up that way yeah and then I realized how powerful that was and I was like everybody needs this group work for all (laughs) I agree no I do I I, just going back to this last retreat I have worked with all of the clients one on one for in general about two years each of Mm -hmm. them and to see how much they grew or what they unlocked or unleashed during this three days yeah was massive and it's like I've been with them the whole time you know but I'm like wow like the group there is something to be said about a group there is there is it just it is like that the amplifier and then just having that space and seeing it was so cool all the synchronicities that people had um and I do just think having that setting makes things move fast and and because you're there for three you know when you're doing one-on-one like we see you for an hour yeah and you have to go home and and do the rest of the work which it is hard when you're in your day-to-day life but when you've had this vacuum of three days being together would you call it a vortex i would call call it a vortex of energy (laughs) and you it's easier to go home and make those changes because you've actually sat with it for three days, not just an hour and then maybe 20 minutes on your drive right. home. Yeah, and you have the space in, to download it all. You walk in the door and your kids are like, I'm hungry! And you're right. like, okay, I'm trying to take this all in. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. it does. It, there's more distractions at home. Yeah. Well, I think it's even... 
we see with work now that COVID has brought a lot of us to working from home. Yeah. There's a lot of people who are like, I cannot get work done. I just feel so unmotivated. And it's like, okay, go sit in a coffee shop that feels busy where other people are working and it'll motivate you. Yes. Yeah. So that like, it's that collective energy. Right? Yes. So you, collective energy is a really good word. <laughs> so you walk into, if you're feeling alone, especially if you're someone who thrives off of, um, being around others like if you're more of an extrovert I guess it would be yeah. um, or an introverted extrovert like I feel like that's more of who I am like I love to be with other people but then I need some time for myself but if you go somewhere where other people are doing the same thing as you even if they're in a completely different job but they're sitting on their computer and getting work done and you're sipping on delicious coffee you're gonna feel like yeah I'm doing this and having more that. efficient. Yeah. yeah, I remember doing that in college. Like, I couldn't study at home no. or like in a room by myself. I had to go to the library. I had to go to a coffee shop because I had to be around. I had to see other people doing it to do it. I'm right. a big copycat. <laughs> I don't want to say. I feel very. You can feel very alone. Like nobody else is feeling like this. Right. I, that's where that isolation starts. So if you're working from home and you're like, oh my gosh, you know, maybe your significant other is out doing a job that they get to be out with people you're like and I have to be stuck here all day but if you go and sit somewhere else you're like oh I'm not stuck I actually can be out I can be around other people make jokes you know complain about work life from home and yeah it's just it renews it I mean I think that's why shared workspaces work yeah yeah business wise there's a business idea for somebody looking to start a business yeah (laughs) shared workspaces it does it like brings in it makes you feel connected. Exactly that. Because I think that is like going back to being a new mom. Yeah. I think that was the hardest part is your life changes so much. And you're like, what? <laughs> Where I'm, Like nobody's here. And I think that is why mom groups are so large and needed. Like you need your mom friends that understand. That are going through similar things or have gone through. Or you can call and be like, my kids are insane and I kind of want to throw them is that normal (laughs) am i okay um yes you are you are don't actually throw them that's when we cross (laughs) call for help at that point but (laughs) but it's like just knowing that you're you are part of a collective thing you're not alone in your feelings you're you're not isolated even if you're in an isolating moment yes i love that and building off that even when I started working on people and healing, and I learned this in multiple trainings, but there's a quote, don't know where it comes from, but everybody always says, like, once you heal it in someone else, you heal it in yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's true. It like, is so true. You realize when you're helping people on a day-to-day basis that they're helping you. Oh, yeah. Like, there's yeah. so much transformation in that. So that also speaks to collective energy or humans as a whole. You know, we're all connected. We all need each other, even if we don't know why. So if you're working on yourself and feeling good, that's going to create a vibration that shifts out to allow others to. Yeah. And to hold space. So it is important and it does speak to how we're all always impacting and affecting each other. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, I don't know, this is reminding me of this, but when you group settings are also a great place even if you're just meeting with your friends or going to a work event it's a great place to kind of like tap into your own own energy and how other people's energy affects you yes right so you can start to notice like when you're going into a group setting like one how you feel like check in with yourself take a couple deep breaths notice how you feel before you go in and then notice how the room feels when you enter it or if there's like certain sounds or smells that you're noticing and 
um, and how the group of people are interacting with each other and how when you sit, you know, like sometimes you're like, oh, I don't want to go to this dinner with my friends, but then you get in there and you feel so good. Yeah. It's because you're feeding off of their energy and you guys are all feeding each other without actually saying like, hey, we're going to get together so we feel better tonight. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but you do. And and um, and that's sometimes why you feel that pull, even when you're like, I don't really feel like going, but something's telling me I should. It's that pull that you need to feel that connection because it's so important for us. Yeah, it is. I agree. Because shared meals. Yeah. Like, even at the retreat, sharing those meals together and being able to talk during a meal is what lit everybody up when even when we were doing healing things yeah just, when we were just like hanging out talking made people feel connected and i think that is why like not in a retreat but family dinners are so important or yes. family breakfast because you can share so much love over meals yes. and connecting in that way like that's a great group way to check in with yourself see how you feel before or like if you know like hey i've been depressed maybe it is time to break bread with somebody yeah yeah, it can because it does. It can change someone else's energy. Can help to change your energy, and you know, knowing that you you need that community and that connection. And if you're in like a darker place, yeah, phone a friend, phone a few friends, yeah. get together, and notice how it feels. It may just be the thing to to shift you out. To take you, yeah, it definitely does. And to be with somebody like minded. Now, I would say if you're somebody who is stuck in a negative place you maybe don't want to reach out to your most negative friend Mm -hmm. and get caught in a be mindful yes (laughs) be mindful about who you're connecting with yes intention is very good here too so Mm -hmm. (laughs) to see how you're feeling uh addiction actually because if you notice like anytime you're healing from addiction or someone is they do it in groups yes and it's because most people who get addicted to a substance a thing they're craving understanding and connection. I mean, the core energetically of addiction is feeling disconnected from everyone, right. everything. Nobody understands, right? But you see in any program, whether it's AA or, or NA, yeah, they do it in groups. And there's yeah. a reason because you can be uplifted and healed through a group. Yeah. And you feel it, it's like that element of support as well, yes. right? So you're going into this group setting. You're going to be very vulnerable, especially if you're dealing with addiction. Um, and you have people with you saying like, yeah, I get it. I get it. And I'm, I'm here for you. And that's why like there's sponsors and this. So it's somebody to call out and say like, this is how I feel today. And they're like, yeah, I've, I've been there and here's some tools that will work. You know, it's groups are so magical for that. Like it just really does offer that, that level. I have this like visual of, I don't know, almost like a mattress of arms like held out to <laughs> yes. hold you up because when you're going through something difficult, like oh, it's almost like letting it out to the collective so everybody's taking a little piece rather than you having the whole chunk of it yeah absolutely thank you guys i wish you guys could be in my head and that was no that was a really really good visual and i think when we're looking at so it doesn't always have to be negative either we can look at groups celebrating that's why you would have a birthday party or a wedding you want to celebrate your good in a group in a group and then also like team sports like you know if you're in las vegas and you're going to a raiders game at the raider stadium you're looking to feel that energy of everybody around you that's amplified and exciting yeah that connection that 
I know before, like, when the Golden Knights first got here, Mm -hmm. I didn't care about hockey. Never, you know, I grew up in Las Vegas. Hockey wasn't a thing. Right. Went to a game, and I left, like, loving hockey and loving the Golden Knights. 100%. (laughs) I mean, same. I'm always like, I don't know about sports, but I love going to games because it feels... It's the feeling. It feels good. Yeah, like everyone's like, yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna, I, and I even pay attention and understand what's happening. Yes, when I'm exactly. There. Now on I the think TV, I'm just, not so much. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just like getting other people's understanding of it to understand because I, you, you yeah. can't ask me the rules. No, I agree. I even think like, <laughs> well, because I would never understand or watch it on my own at the TV at home. Right. But I would also, there's been times where friends have invited me to like a bar where everybody's watching the Golden Knights game at the bar too. Yes. Still feels good. I can still get into it. But it's, again, that energy of everybody else. It's, that is so true. I would say the same, like, or a Super Bowl party. I'm like, I don't, I mean, there's more football on my house now because Halstein likes it, but I never really cared about football, but I love going to a Super Bowl party. And then I will actually watch what's happening, I mean, here and there. But I'm like, oh, this is exciting. The end. What's, you know. Yeah. And you can also get nachos. Yeah. And there's nachos and margaritas usually. So I'm a happy person. (laughs) But these are all really good examples of where you can see if you haven't tried healing in a community, you can pay attention to where you have been in a community setting and felt good. Yes. So why that would work for healing. For healing. Yeah. And it doesn't have to... I don't know. Like you said, I think it can be intimidating to come into a group because you're like, oh, I don't know. And you go into that space of like, are people going to judge me? Am I going to judge people? Like, how is that going to feel? But yeah, it's it's more of that feeling of a, a Super Bowl party or a birthday party or going to a wedding and where you just have all this like beautiful, light feelings of people just lifting each other up. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people carrying a lot of trauma that's undealt with will go into like well I don't like people or the judgment of others Mm -hmm. and like what that really is is something for you to explore why can't you be vulnerable why do you have to be so strong why do you feel like you have to isolate or push others away and realize that that is keeping you stuck that's a big thing that keeps you stuck I remember in college like joining a sorority and I was like I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do this but then I got around the group and I went into judgment and I hadn't done a lot of healing a judgment of myself really is what it was I was very insecure and uncomfortable and so I stopped like participating in the sorority but some of my best friends were still in that group and it was like okay it was something I needed to work through it had nothing to do with the group but it was what the group was bringing out in me that I needed to deal with yeah ooh that's beautiful that's thank you for that example that was good you're welcome Thank you, good. Delta Zeta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is it is very uh, eye-opening if you are feeling off-put. Yeah, well, I felt like, so with the sorority specifically, mm-hmm. I think I didn't like myself. I also wasn't aware of how much I was feeling of other people. I knew I was doing it, but it was right. easier to self-isolate. So it was easy to be like, oh, that wasn't for me, and revert back to my old habits of like okay I'm just gonna isolate then and like poor me and be a victim when really all I need to do is come out of my shell communicate speak up and then I could enjoy it because what I was craving was community and friendship I'm social I liked it right of course yeah Yeah. well and I I think that that's part of like I was definitely for a very long time that person like I'm strong I got it I can handle it and like now I will tell you if I'm feeling anxious or vulnerable or this like I'm the first one to probably share too much because I and it was like that experience of just letting something out and it was like oh this I'm okay I'm safe I'm supported I actually feel better and me sharing this story 
is going to help other people. Yeah, exactly. And my life has changed a lot. So let yourself explore vulnerability. Yeah, and you can look back, like Kristen and I have a lot of these deep talks, but like, <laughs> if you look back at where you are, like what your life is now and where it was, you can see how you've shifted. And, and sometimes you come a long way. Other times it's like, oh, I still, there's more things here I right. can work on. Right, and and yeah, and it is easier to look back and see big shifts than when you're actually in the moment because when you're when you a moment when you're in it feels like forever like you're just baby crawling towards whatever's next and then when you look back you're like oh yeah I had that one moment and everything changed yeah (laughs) here we are we're okay everything's fine it's almost hard to like go back and resonate with the feeling too if it was hard and you did move past it it's like oh wow I was low I can't even get back to how I felt there it's true which signifies real growth and change does yeah um also just crying I don't know why I feel so compelled to say this but crying feels better like once you get it out you can move on because I even like I cried the other day yeah like I feel like I cried I boohooed and then like it was out and I was like okay that was almost silly but it wasn't silly it was just I felt better because I got it out right yeah I'm like there's so so many parts of my life that I held that down and I'm like what was I doing (laughs) like you said it's hard to go back there like why did I feel like I couldn't or like I had to be alone to cry. Yeah. And like, it's okay to no. cry in front of Cry in people. public. Cry to your friends. Cry to your friends. <laughs> Let them hug you. It feels much better. It does. It's such a better because feeling. Because it's, it's that community. It's that group thing. It's the sharing the energy and letting that load come off of yourself. Yeah. I feel like everybody that cried at the retreat, it was almost like they were like, yes, okay, now I feel better. I got yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Exactly. As soon as, as soon as that happened, it was like, oh, another another layer lifted or like taking off a heavy jacket and you're like oh okay it's beautiful and nice outside I'm good yes so if you are interested in experiencing a group we are saying we have so much more to come with retreats we do and group classes so please follow us for that because we would love to have you and we would love everybody to experience and feel the intimacy and growth that this last group felt yes and if you were there thank you so much for being there yeah thank you thank you thank you thank you you guys were amazing and just yeah I feel like we left that just feeling so energized. We, I said it in the beginning, but energized, recharged, and and knowing that this is so valuable, and so yeah. we're excited to bring more of it absolutely to you guys. So if you couldn't come to the last one, don't worry. Yes, more to come. <laughs> then also, I wanted to mention we have something for the kids. Yes, <laughs> we are doing group meetings currently on Tuesday nights at 5 p.m. Yes, at Discovery Park. And what this is, is it's mindfulness for kids. We're teaching them how to express heavy emotions, how to deal with communicating their emotions. Yeah, how to let things out so they don't have to have these big moments like Brooke and I were talking about. Yeah. (laughs) We are trying to preemptively, like, stop the childhood trauma from coming out in their adulthood. We're allowing them to process as children. Yes. You know, setting a new... I think it's a really... I mean, I feel so lucky to teach my kids certain skills that took me a long time to learn because hopefully it will... I mean, I know it will help them yeah. as they're going through harder times in teen years and 20s totally. and all the all the fun yeah. comes along with it. So if you want that for your kids, um, send them with us for an hour. <laughs> yeah. It, we also have a lot of fun. We like, do. I love it. Yeah. The kids laugh a lot and we, yeah. we bring play into it. So it does. it's not like we're sitting there like, be mindful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So that is Tuesday nights at 5 p.m. It's, we're really going off weather permitted right now. Yeah. Um, and it's ages 6 to 10 for yes, this first group. For this we, 
Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Six to ten, and um, I, I mean, I think it will still be nice, but if if it feels like it's getting colder, we might move the time up a little yes. bit. Yes. And we are planning on doing one for preteens. Yeah, like tweens. Tweens. Tweenagers. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. We will announce it on here and our Instagram pages. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. So that's just a bit about healing in groups and what it does and... Um, all that kind of a little taste of what the retreat was for us and how we felt and why we felt like it was so impactful. Yes. So, um, yeah. And with that, we'd love to give you some like, I don't know, food for thought, questions for thought. You can journal them or you can just ponder them in your car as you're driving. So, yeah. Question one to ask yourself, have you experienced group healing? Uh, and if you have, and you've also experienced one-on-one, what are the main differences that you've noticed between the two? And then when or where in your life do you feel uplifted by group energy? So again, this can be, maybe that's why you go to sports or your mom group or your group text message. Yeah. So just noticing where those groups are in your life and how it's making you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you guys. We look forward to doing a lot more group stuff with you. Yes. So much fun. And thank you again for listening. This is really actually part of group healing as well because, you know, when we get together with people, especially when we've done like yoga and wine in the park, it's really cool to hear all these people like, oh, I listened to this episode. And they're like, oh, I like that. You know, it's it's part of our whole group dynamic is you're listening to something together even though you're not together yeah so thank you for being part of our community yes we love you guys yes all right bye 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 thank you for listening to this week's episode of the balance chaos podcast we're so happy to have you here with us each week please help us out by subscribing to the show sharing with friends and leaving us reviews you can also follow us on instagram we can communicate with you there our instagram handle is at Balance Chaos LV. Reach out and we'll write back. Bye. 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 Bye.